Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. We got a lot of uh, bits and pieces of information coming in on who the Danforth shooter was. You know, where he got that gun and what his motive may have been for going out on Sunday and essentially hunting and shooting 15 people. He would kill, of course, a 10-year-old girl and an 18-year-old woman. And, of course, we hear reports this morning that ISIS claiming responsibility, which I don't put much in. They claim responsibility for anything that would fuel their bloodlust. But that does not necessarily mean that terror was not an influence or we just don't have that information yet. Uh, And while police are looking into the family's claims of mental illness, that too is not yet confirmed. We only know what they say. But we did hear from a past teacher on Global News that the shooter had boasted about wanting to kill. And we're talking 10 years ago. And now we can confirm that the gun he used was in fact illegal, likely obtained through gang ties. And police also... You know, information coming in saying he used up to four cartridges, unloading up to about 60 shots, but that he was, in fact, armed for war and seemed to be trained very well because he was able to replenish his gun as many as four times. I want to bring in Julian Fantino, Global News Radio law enforcement expert, also former Toronto police chief and OPP commissioner. Hello there. Good evening, Alex. When you, um, you know, step back and, and take a look over the last 48 hours with the information that we are seeing and what we are getting, where do you think this particular investigation is taking us? Well, it's going to go to the very end that it's supposed to be, where answers need to be forthcoming from a whole lot of different areas. Uh, you know, the big focus has obviously been on, on the mental illness issue, uh, where did the gun come from? Uh, what would have motivated the individual to uh, lash out and, and create such horrific uh, mayhem? And, and 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 all of that, I think, is part and parcel of what the police uh, are now diligently delving into and, and you know, uh, speculation galore, yeah. uh, which is obviously happening in, in all of these very high-profile uh, tragic cases. But at the end of the day... Uh, I can assure you that uh, whatever answers are available, uh, the police will dig those out. Yeah, I mean, we have two camps. I mean, you're either in the mental illness fully camp or the this was terror camp. And I kind of keep saying, can it not be both? I mean, could this person not have had a mental illness and also have succumbed to an ideological, um, you know, stance in life? I mean, the fact that people are kind of shutting their door to either one to me is, is not what we should be doing right now. No, and you can't parcel this thing. You're quite right, actually. You know, and there's other factors, too. I mean, the big uh, to-do uh, with regards to the guns, and, and, and certainly that is what can and can't be done, all these kinds of issues. But the reality is, uh, you know, the answers will be forthcoming. But you're quite right. You can be any number of, of motivated uh, uh, issues that uh, cause a person to do whatever. Uh, but, you know, the, it's it's also how you define things. I mean, we're, we're talking about terrorism and 
in, in the context of ISIS. But, you know, there's also domestic terrorism. You know, there's yeah. all kinds of different opinions that can be brought to bear. And, and you know, it, it's it's discussion that is now very, very uh, alive and well, obviously. But I still maintain that uh, leave it to the police. Uh, answers will be forthcoming. We'll all be more comforted knowing, like, for instance, uh, the, the whole notion of, of uh, the mental illness issue and some of those background items, you know, one would wonder, well, you know, was in fact everything done that could have been done to the system yeah. fail? Uh, you know, and then you look at the law enforcement piece. Okay, so we talk a lot about uh, about uh, guns, the, the illegal guns, the, the guns that uh, they're out there and in the domain of, uh, in the hands of very nasty people. Uh, you know, what What about why they're doing it? Yeah. Why are they running to the gun? Why, why is that happening? And, and the other thing, too, even if you eliminate the gun or if you put a policy through, as, as we hear, no guns, no, no guns in the city of Toronto, uh, I can recall when handguns were, were quite scarce, actually, yeah. uh, in my early days in policing, but we came across an awful lot of sawed-off shotguns and sawed-off uh, rifles, uh, even bored-out starter pistols. So those who want to break the law and who want to create mayhem and havoc, uh, they'll find ways to do that. So are, are we addressing the, the symptom, or are we going to get serious about uh, addressing the cause? Yeah, I mean, you've worked in federal government, so you know kind of how it works up at the top. But, you know, when, when Mr. Goodale says there is no national security risk, that doesn't necessarily mean that he would not have been on the radar for, um, you know, if in fact he was looking at pages and and influenced by um, Al Qaeda or ISIS inspired propaganda. You're quite right. Uh, there's there's an awful lot of work that needs to be done. Assuming uh, this individual had a cell phone, assuming he had a computer, uh, assuming that he was in fact uh, accessing certain data. Uh, you know, he could have been self-radicalized, a- any number of things. So, but, you know, to, 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 uh, to, to come out and make those statements, I'm sure that Mr. Goodale would have had uh, the, the up-to-date briefing as things were known at that time uh, from the RCMP and CSIS and whatever. So, but that's not to say that the investigation is finished, concluded, and that all, all facts are known. I want to play you a clip from Mayor uh, John Tory, uh, who has his comments about the way that this has been investigated. Take a listen uh, to what he says, and I'll get your reaction. Okay. People should rely on the information that is going to be forthcoming uh, over time, including today from the Toronto Police Service about this, because they're the people that are in possession of uh, the information that uh, would lead to any conclusions or not about uh, anybody involved in this. So, you know, the one thing I think that has been kind of, as far as media coverage in that, there's been concern about the fact that there's very little information coming out. All the information we seem to be getting it is through leaks of police sources, but official comments are far and few. If you are running this investigation, um, or from your perspective of how this investigation is running, is this unique in the way that the information's coming out? Uh, no, it's not unique at all, because I can tell you that there's many different aspects of the investigation that are alive and, and ongoing, and, and I think everyone's trying to be very careful that uh, they don't say anything or that they don't uh, in any way interfere with uh, the meticulous work that's being done. So I think in this particular case, with the horrific uh, case that we, we we have in hand here, everyone's being cautious, and, uh, and you know, the, the the immediacy of the 
the media and the public wanted to know is understandable. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, uh, these things take time. It isn't like a program that you see on television where in, in one hour's time frame, including commercials, uh, they solve the most horrific cases. Uh, unfortunately, th- these are all very labor-intensive, uh, very technical areas, especially when you get into the forensics, uh, dealing with with uh, with computers and, 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 and those kinds of issues. So uh, I think everyone's being guarded and, and careful, and that's the right way to go. I, I, I would not want to have a mayor or, or a minister or anybody get out there in front of the police to make comment about something that really they may know very little about. I think I think what we can say that is becoming clear is that there were warning signs, whether it's the teacher who has come forward and said, look, this was documented that he had talked about killing, um, you know, his family saying that there were mental illness issues. He was on the police radar for mental health issues. Um, what could and should be gained out of this at the very, very least is that there are big holes in the system and it's going to take a mount. It's going to take a mount to fix this thing. Well, you're right, and, and I'm I'm certain that that aspect of uh, uh, of the investigation will be well uh, well covered as well. You know, the other thing that people have to realize is that, uh, and I don't profess to be a medical doctor, but I've had enough experience to be able to tell you with certainty that uh, mental issues, uh, psychiatry, psychology, all those kinds of areas. It's an inexact science, and you can only count on people's best effort to come up with uh, with answers. And when you're looking at the human dynamic, uh, that's very difficult. So, you know, but surely that has to be looked at. Uh, it ha- you know, we have to learn from from issues in the past, especially mistakes made, and especially when we need to be highly motivated uh, to ensure that something like this does not happen again. Yeah. Uh, Julian, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a good evening. As Julian Fantino joining us with a bit of perspective, because uh, he would have been many, many years ago, the guy in charge of running uh, an operation like this. And, and there is a lot of frustration, I think, uh, on both sides. I think there are those who would like to just put this thing to bed, move on. Uh, but it's such an active investigation. There is still a lot of information uh, that is to come out. And I think we are naive, if not kidding ourselves, if, in fact, we don't find out who this person was. How else are we to stop it from happening again? I don't know where the investigation is going to conclude. I do not know what they will find. I don't know if it will be a case of mental illness. I do not know if it's going to be an inspiration of terror. I don't know. Neither do you. Neither does anyone else. Uh, but you can't ignore the information that is coming out. And uh, for those get you know, those getting angry... Um, I think we have to sit back and say, you know, there is something to be learned from this to avoid it again. On point, I'm Alex Pearson, and this is Global News Radio.